We'll do now a review of the Kutte Sichas Chelik Yudalad, the first Sicha for the Parsha of Devorim. The Rebbe will explain a Rashi. Um, he starts with one uh, Rashi in the beginning of the Parsha, but eventually he explains the whole Pasuk and this whole uh, Rashi's that preceded it as well. And there's also a very beautiful uh, lesson in uh, towards the end of the Sichen, which the Rebbe explains that notwithstanding the fact that these are all words of rebuke, and yet these rebukes are all softened and they're all have built-in sort of excuses uh, for the uh, finding a zuchus, a... Uh, uh, an excuse for the Bnei Yisrael for uh, the sins that they're doing. So the beginning of the Parsha begins with Eilah HaDvorim Asher Diber Moshe Kol Yisrael. So these are the words that Moshe spoke to all of Yisrael. And then the Posse goes on to mention, so first it says Beber HaYardin, it was on the other side of the Jordan, that's before they passed the Jordan. And then he, the Posse mentions different places Bamidbor, Ba'arovo, etc. And Rashi explains that uh, there are hidden over here uh, all the places in which the Bnei Yisrael made Hashem angry and not wanting to uh, openly and uh, in a very uh, clear way uh, speak of the uh, sins of the Bnei Yisrael, so the Torah, because of the honor of Yidin, the Torah sort of closes it up and doesn't mention, just mentions the name of the places. But, and we'll go through, as we'll see later on, uh, the various different places. But the final place is the Vedizov uh, that the Pasuk mentions over here. So let's look inside in the Sicha. Aleph. B'tchilas parshaseinu in the beginning of our portion of the Sedra of Devorim, Alaposik Moshe These are the words that Moshe spoke, etc. And finally, the Posik says, Vidi Zohov. So what is this Vidi Zohov? So Rashi explains, Mafarish Rashi, Rashi explains, Vidi Zohov Hoichon Alhoegel Shaosu. He rebuked them on the golden calf, the calf that they made, and that came because of the uh, gold, the lots of gold that they had. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, the kesef I have increased and given them a lot of silver, v'zohov, and also gold. And they made the gold for the Baal. So, the fact that the Ebishter gives them a lot of Kesef, and the Ebishter gives them uh, Zov, and they go and they do it for the Baal, they make an Avidah This is the rebuke. So that is the Vidi Zov. Now, the Rebbe is going to explain why Rashi starts off with Hoichichon al Ha'egel with the words that he rebuked them. Because beginning of the uh, all of the Rashi's, uh, Rashi already bring da- brought down Shehein Divrei that these were words of rebuke. And here Rashi, in the other uh, places that Rashi uh, brings down before, the Rashi doesn't bring down Hoichichon, uh, Hoichichon. He just, uh, we know these are all Hoichachas. He just brings down what happened in these places. But by Vidiz Zohov, he starts off by saying, So the Rebbe explains that because Vidiz uh, Zohov is not a name of a place. In the beginning, Rashi says that he mentions all the places. Vidiz Zohov is not a place, but this is directly a rebuke. Let's see inside. 
אף על פי שכבר הקדים רש"י בתחילת פירושי. Even though that Rashi was already introduced in the beginning of his commentary Leposik Zeh for this Posik. And on the first Rashi on this Posik, in the first Dibra Maschil, Rashi says there's Shehein Divrei Toichochais. So it says they are words of rebuke. And Rashi says, Umonokan, and he counts here all the places that they made Hashem angry, etc. Because, and yet, even though already it says these are techoches, so then when Rashi goes back again and writes, when he's explaining these words of Edizov, and he says, he brings down again the words that he rebuked them. So, so it, seems, it appears that Rashi's reason for saying again rebuked him, because Dizov isn't included in the places that are enumerated in the Pesach. Rashi only said that he... Uh, all the places that he mentions over here, but this dissolve is not a place that is for it, it appears to Rashi that the dissolve is not a name of a place. So, therefore, we still don't know that dissolve is also a matter of rebuke, it's not a place Rashi says, he mentions the places of rebuke, and these of, since it's not a place so we don't know that that, that is rebuke and that's why Rashi explains that these of that he rebuked them the previous places that the Posik mentions Rashi doesn't say over there it says Bamidbor, Barovo, Moil Suf. Over there, Rashi doesn't say Hechichon. It just says uh, the various sins that they did over there. But Rashi doesn't start with Hechichon because those are all names of places. So, uh, so over here, but Rashi over here says Hechichon, Allah Egel Shosu Bishul Zov. Over here, Rashi says that rebuke them. It adds the word rebuke them for the Egel the Mel Rav Zov, Ubazeh Kavanosei Gam Lahadgish. Rashi is also intention over here is also to emphasize Shein Dizov Shem Mokim that Dizov is not a name of a place Shebazeh Merames Loichicham. So then that would be a place, the name of a place in which. He hints to rebuke them, just like in all the other places uh, where the name is the name of a place and it just reminds of something that they did bad in that place, which is hinting for rebuke. In this case, it's not the case because Dizov is not a name of a place, but rather the Loshen Dizov. It's not a place which reminds us of something to rebuke, but this lotion of Dizov itself, that lets us know the rebuke for the Egel. That he rebuked them for the Egel. So Dizov is a direct rebuke for the Egel. This is also the similar Okipirushe. Al As Rashi explained, earlier, so Rashi also uses the words over there, after Rashi says, we looked over the, all the psukim, we don't find a place, so it's no, it's not a place of but Rashi also quotes over there, he rebuked them uh, for the words, for the complaints that they uh, started up about the mon that is white, toflu loven, toifel. 
So Kigam Teufel Veloven and Hashem Over there, Teufel Veloven are also not a name of a place. And that's why Rashi has said Hoichicham. So Ben Teufel Veloven is also a direct rebuke versus all the other cases in where it's a name of a place which reminds us of a something that was bad over there. And over there, Rashi uses the word Hoichicham. And over here is the same with Vidi Zohov. That Vidi Zohov is the, uh, not a place, but rather that is the rebuke for the eagle directly. So, So now the question is, what forced Rashi to explain that Dizov is not a name of a place and not and therefore Rashi says it's a direct rebuke, yes, so we can say, very simply, because we don't find a posik, in the posik, a place that was called Dizov. And therefore this would follow the Gamze who Kemoi this is also like, and as a follow-up, that what Rashi writes, that Rashi is written with regards to Teufel and Lovan. And Rashi says, that we reviewed all the Pesukim, we don't find a place of Teufel and and therefore Rashi explains, that is not a place, but that's the direct rebuke, that Toflu, that they complained about the mon, which is white, which is white. So, um, so therefore, these are the two places basically. Then the pasuk by Teufel Veloven and Dizov, which are not name of places, but is directly Eichicha. However, the Rebbe has a question, an issue with this explanation because the Rebbe says there is a difference between Teufel and Lovon and Dizov. The Rebbe argues that Dizov, why Rashi does not, the Rebbe questions, why Rashi does not want to say that Dizov is the name of a place. Now, the fact that we don't find this as in the Pesach, a Dizov, so we don't have names many times. The Torah can, uh, sometimes there's a name which is only mentioned once. And there's a difference. By Teufel Velovon, as the Rebbe will explain now, that by Teufel Velovon, over there, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, doesn't sit right to say that it's a name of a place. But by Vidizov, it should make. We'll see the distinction that the Rebbe makes over there. But we need to understand. Why should Takerashi not explain that Vidizov is the name of a place? We said that Rashi says because it's not a name of a place, but maybe the place is called Dizov Al Shem Ha'egel Sham because of the eagle that they made over there because of the lots of gold. And we do find many places in the Torah Shenikru Al Shem Shenase. That they are uh, called based on what took place over there. So uh, over there was they took the Dizov, the eagle they made the Revzov, that took place over there, and that's why we called it Dizov. So notwithstanding, we don't find any other time in the Pesach that a place is called Dizov, besides the Pesach here in Devarim, which says Dizov. So, so that doesn't mean, So many and many places are only mentioned in Torah once. That doesn't mean that it's not the name of a place. So maybe the Dizov 
is the name of a place because they made the eagle because of the Revzov. Um, like many places, what took place in those places, that's what gave that place the name. And the Rebbe explains now that it's different by Teufel the Lovon. Because Lovon is essentially just the, a hint for the mon, which is white. But uh, the Teufel the uh, Lovon, the fact that they uh, picked on the, on the mono is not really described in the word lovan. Lovan means the mana happens to be white. Uh, but it doesn't describe the main aspect. It doesn't say anything about that they picked on mana. They said they picked on the white. So it's not uh, probable that this should be a name of a place to describe something which doesn't really describe the act of what they did over there. By Vidizohov, that describes the reason for the sin of the eagle. So maybe that's the name of the place. Let's look inside, but not by Teufel Velovon. This is not similar to Teufel Velovon, which Rashi says earlier that it's also Chazar Nalamikra, there's no such a place... So why don't we answer? Why don't we ask over there too? Maybe it is a place, but it says here for the first time. But by then we can't say that the place was called so al shame sheboi That the reason we called it teufel v'lovon is because. They picked on the moon, which is loving. Ki b'shem hanikra al shem Because when you give a name like this, that they picked on the moon, and if you're naming something uh, for what took place over there, tzorich liyas niker b'hashem you have to see in the name what, what is it that they did over there? So you're naming something based on an act, but uh, that's what we named it. Uh, so either it has to describe the name would be the name of the act, or the matter in, with, in which the act was done. So it should say, uh, the, 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 the mon should be clearly, or minimally, it should have in the name the item which is the reason why they did it. So you name it on one of these things. It should either describe the act or should describe clearly what is it that was done or what is the cause for it. But in the case of Teufelvelovon, the fact that the mon is white, that's a side matter, a side aspect of the mon. That's not one of the one of the uh, above. Uh, what would name something about something? So why would we name a place lovon when the lovon is not really uh, anything? It just happens to be uh, the mon lovon. Why would we name the place because on the lovon? And the fact that the word Teufel Atzmai, the word Teufel, besides the Lovon, meaning that they picked on, without adding the word Lovon, then there's no hint of there of any specific sin, because the fact that they were picking, I mean, all the sins they were picking, can call Hachatoim Shal Bnei Yisro B'Midbar, for all the sins of the Bnei Yisrael in the desert, that was the fact that they were picking and starting up about some aspect, this, the other thing. So Tuffel itself doesn't say anything, it just says they were picking or something, but that doesn't say anything specifically. And Lovon doesn't tell us anything about the Mon, really. So, and that's why it makes sense, that is not the name of a place to say because they were picking over there on the mon 
which is hinted in a very side, totally side matter that the man happened to be loving. So it doesn't really uh, lend itself to be explained as the name of a place. And that's why Rashi says, we didn't find the place of Teufel V'lovon. And this cannot be the place of Teufel V'lovon uh, the first time because a place would have had more of a clear uh, description of something that has to do with the sin. But, but when it comes to Dizov, but here we have a hint for what caused the sin and the action. So yes, the action was they made an eagle. But what caused them to make it? That is the gold that they had. Rashi says, They made it because they had the lots of gold. So that means that that is the reason, the cause for the sin. That makes already sense. That why can't we say that the name of the place is Vidizov? Because that would be describing the fact that there was lots of gold there which brought him to the other sin. So we can say that this too is included in the places that they got Hashem angry. Because the place is called Dizov because of the lots of gold. So that's one question. So the Rebbe reasoned that Rashi, Rebbe explains that Rashi Vidizov doesn't learn that it's a place Dizov. That's why Rashi starts off the Rashi with Hayichicham, that he rebuked them. That means that Dizov is not a place, but rather directly describing the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu, Vidizov of all the gold that they did. But the Rebbe asked, why Take? Why is it that Rashi chooses? to learn with Dizov that it's a rebuke directly, not the name of a place. And the fact that we don't find it anywhere else in the Torah besides over here with Dizov, that's not a problem because many places only appear uh, once in the Torah and that doesn't prove that it's not a name of a place. And another question the Rebbe asks, move on. also it's not understood that Toichen Pirush Rashi Zeh the idea, the contents of this Rashi, Kvarkosve Rashi Beparshes Tiso, Rashi already has written it in the portion of Kisiso. Al Haposik, over there in the Posik, Vayoshev Moshe Hashem Vayoimer, Vigoimer. So Moshe returned to Hashem after the Yidden went and they did the sin of the Egil. Moshe Rabbeinu was praying for them. So Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Eibishter, that the people, the Yidden, have made for them a golden god. Rashi, so Rashi explains, that what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to Hashem, they made golden god, it is you that caused them to sin. Because you gave them gold and everything that they wish. What should they do and not sin? So basically we see that the Abishter is the one that gives them the oldest gold. So, question the Rebbe wants to know, why does Rashi not bring a support uh, for this that uh, as he brings over here from this Posik, Kesev Vizov, from Heshea, Vikesev, Hirbesi Lahem, Vazov, Osu Labal. So, why does Rashi not bring over there a support for his contention that he says that it was the lots of gold that they have that caused them? To sin. And if, according to our Rashi here, you need to bring a proof for this concept that 
it is the gold, the lots of gold that uh, brings them to this sin, as the posik of Munir and Rashi brings the posik over here, Makosuf, Vikesev, Hirbesi Lohem, Vizov, Osulabal, and I have increased them the silver and the gold and the made for the Baal, Havalei Larashi Lohavirai Beparshas Tiso. So Rashi should have brought this proof in this section, the portion of Tiso over there. Shabon Nemar Inyazeb Beparshas Shoyin. Over there, this whole idea that it is the lots of gold that caused them to, that they're sinning. Rashi should have brought the pasuk from Eshea uh, that it says over there that because Kesir Beisilam Bezov Osulabal. So why over here Rashi brings the pasuk and doesn't bring it over there? In Ois Beis, the Rebbe will explain that there is a difference between the context in which uh, the person in Kisisa, in which Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to minimize the sin of the Bnei Yisrael, and that's why he was asking for forgiveness, and the Pasuk over here where Moshe Rabbeinu is rebuking them. This Pasuk that Rashi brings from Hosea, which says, that represents the uh, the gravity of the sin that I've given them so much and look what they went and did. That wouldn't be fitting over there. Let's look inside in the Pasekikisisa. Only by us, where we're trying to rebuke them, is where Rashi brings that Pasek to show the level of the Toichacha, what they did wrong. Base. Vabir Bazed explanation in this Rashi Tiso What the proof, the force that Rashi for his commentary in the portion of Tish of Kisis is understood. The Rashi over there has to say Why? Because otherwise we don't have, we have a we have a problem in the passing. Because it's very surprising, Moshe's introduction. Moshe is trying to ask the Abishter to protect the Yidden. So, what does he start off by saying? They, the nation has sinned a great sin. They made a grave uh, hate and they made themselves a golden god. So how could this be Kitam? This is going to using as a reason they did such a great sin, to his request that follows immediately after saying this. Now, if you're going to carry their sin, so he's begging Hashem to forgive them. So why is he starting off the... Uh, the introduction by saying they did a grave sin, they made a case of this contradicts, this is a contradiction to the request of forgiveness. So, therefore, we have to say that with these words he is explaining a reason which decreases, makes the sin smaller. So Rashi has to explain. Now, so if he's making smaller, why does he say, if we're trying to make it smaller, he's trying to find an excuse for the Bnei Yisrael. So, but what he's trying to say, even though we cannot diminish the value of the sin itself, it's a chad godl that this this people, this nation has sinned a great sin. So I'm not arguing about that, but yet, he's still diminishing the connection and the tie of the Bnei Yisrael to the Chet, which means it's not their fault. It's a Chato Gadoila, but it's certain. It was Lissibosim for the cause. The cause of it is something which uh, is the reason for them doing it. So therefore, it's not 
so much their fault. That's what Rashi explains that Moshe intended here to say, You are the one that caused them. This is to teach us a merit for the Yidden. That they are not so guilty by doing this sin. So that's why Rashi has to explain that over there, because that gives us the hemshach that therefore atoim tisos chatosim forgive them. Apizem move on. So based on this, we understand sheyesh neichiluk ikri that there is a main distinction lefipshutos mikra according to the simple meaning of the pasuk bein toichena inyan. Of the idea, the contents of the idea of the lots of gold in the portion of Tiso, and and contents in our parsha. We're saying in both cases there was a lot of gold, but the question is, what are we trying to say about with about it? Over there, Moshe is saying it to Hashem, Bekavona with the intent, Lametzchus al Yisrael, to teach a merit for the Yidden, Ulahaktin Sibas Chatom, and to diminish the reason that they sin to bring out that it's not so much their fault, that there's reason. So we're trying to diminish it. But in our parsha, where Moshe is talking to the Bnei Yisrael, his over here he's intending to rebuke them. And therefore, that's why he emphasizes the great, the gravity of the sin that they, uh, that they made this Egon. So, move on. It's impossible for Rashi, who explains the simple meaning of the Posik, Lahovi, Beparshis Tisa, Kosov, to bring in the section of Tisa, Exis of the Posik, Birkesev, Hirbeisilem, Bezovosulabal. This Posik of Isheya, Rashi can't bring over there. Kibbe Posik is a Mudgash, Shekesev, Bezov, Shnos, Nakodesh Borchu. Here we're emphasizing, look, Hashem gave it to them. Not only did Hashem give them Kim Hirbeisilem. So, this emphasizes how good Hashem was to them. And from the gift that Hashem gave them, and so much they went and did against Hashem. So that's something which increases. So that point uh, puts out the greatness of the, the gravity of the sin. And much so that posik basically is trying gives the idea of increasing of the sin. So therefore we can't bring it over there, this posik, because that would not fit in the context where Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to talk to Hashem, not the gravity, but to tell him it's not so much their fault. As opposed to in our parsha when Moshe is coming to rebuke the Bnei Yisrael, so over here it's fitting to bring this pasuk. So now in Nois Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain that it turns out that this whole idea of the Zohov, the lots of gold, either increases the guilt because Shem gave them so much, and still they went and they use that against Hashem to make a case of, or as in the context of Parshas uh, Kisiso, that they gave them so much that so they couldn't control, Hashem isn't responsible, but it does not really address the Zohov, does not address the reason for the sin, which was the reason they made the eagle was because Moshe didn't come back. So therefore it's not Mistaber to say that that's the name of the place just by a side point which is either increases or decreases the sin but is not directly connected to the cause of the sin. The real cause of the sin is Moshe wasn't there. These causes are the cause of the Revzov either increases or decreases the responsibility. So it's not 
Mestaber, that dissolves should be the name of a place. Let's do a Gimel. Al Based on the above, it's understood that we cannot explain that Dizov is the name of the place. They say that this name of the place is because why was it called Dizov? Uh, based on the fact that they made the eagle because they had all of the gold that they had. So that would be the reason for the sin. As the Rebbe said, that sometimes a place is called because of the sin itself, or what caused them. This would be the reason, uh, would be because they had all the gold. But But based on the above, that's not the exact reason. That either increases or decreases, but that's not the reason. Whether it's according to the emphasis in our parsha, that this lots of gold is a adds to the severity of the sin, as in our parsha, and also the way it's emphasized the parsha prat that it's a detail that diminishes the value of the sin and the cause. In either case, this lots of gold who prats dodi that's a side detail how the sin was done. Or a cause that helped them to do this sin. But that's not the reason for the sin. These are, uh, either it was done with cause of the lots of gold that they got, or they, in a way that it was, um, it was given uh, to them, and therefore they couldn't resist it. But that is not the actual cause of the sin. For the real reason was what the Pasuk says. The, the people say that Moshe was delaying, and that's why when Moshe didn't come back off the mountain, they made the Egel Azov. So therefore it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't logically make sense to say that it should be called based on a detail which either of the heaviness or the lightness of the sin uh, of the of the sinner and not on something which is the sin itself. So therefore, to call something dizov is not a logical reason to call this a name of a place so therefore Rashi decides that Dizov is the rebuke itself um, and not that it's the name of a place either the sin itself so somehow in this case that would be the name Egel uh, or uh, in what it has uh, been done or its main cause, like in Boishish Moshe. So there has to be a more direct reason for a name of a place to be there, not on a detail. And therefore Rashi concludes that Dizov is not a name of a place. And that's what Rashi writes to Chichon because this was a direct rebuke. In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe will explain that it almost seems in Rashi uh, that in our Rashi over here, Rashi writes Bishvil. Uh, which means as if Rashi is to say that it is the gold that caused them to sin. Uh, so it almost seems like in Parshish Kisisa, the Rebbe just concluded that in Parshish over here, we're trying to tell you the severity of the sin that Hashem gave them, the oldest gold, and then they use it against Hashem. But Rashi's language almost seems to say that it's Bishvil, which means to say that that's the reason why they sinned, as if to find an excuse for them. But in our case, we were saying in this parish of Moshe Rabbeinu was rebuking the Bnei Yisrael. 
And the Rebbe says that in a, in a hidden way, Rashi is also building in a defense for the Jewish people, because as, just like the Kvedon Shal Yisrael, Rashi starts off that we're not saying it very specifically, not in the openly, but it's hidden within the words. Rashi himself builds in some words, and a couple of the initial Torah, as the Rebbe says, that builds in those words to tell us that an excuse for them, even though generally we're trying to find a, uh, we're talking about a chokhan, we're saying that this was a severe, a severe sin. Dalit. It's still not explained Rashi's language. Based on the above, Rashi should have said that he rebuked them on the eagle that they made with the lots of the gold that they had. That would be a language which would very well express the idea that that lots of gold that they had from Hashem they, from that they made the eagle so why does Rashi say because of the Rav Zov that Loshin, that language that emphasizes that Zov was sort of the cause of the sin it's as if we are saying because they had all this gold that's why they made the sin especially it was explained it was explained that in our case his intention was to make the sin more stringent a greater sin, a more grave not to make it less. So why is Rashi saying Bishvil? Babir was the explanation. Based on the hint part and the Yenish Rashi. Rashi In Rashi's uh, when Rashi uh, this posting right in the very beginning. So Rashi introduces and he says, "V'iskirom hachatoyim beremes mipnei kvedim shal Yisrael." That Moshe Rabbeinu mentions the sins over here. He did it in a way of a hint, because of the honor of the Yidden. He didn't want to come out straight and talk about the sin. Meshloimar shakavonas Rashi he that can say that Rashi's intention is here. The kishem shemipnei kvedim shal Yisrael. Just like because of the honor of the Yid, Moshe Rabbeinu hid this sin and didn't want to mention them explicitly. Even though he's intending to rebuke them, but yet he conceals them, he makes it obscure. Just mentions the name of the places or by a hint came. So likewise, for that reason, Roma's Moshe Bedvorim, Bedvorim Elo. Moshe also, in his these words, also hinted, Kamali Mutzchus. He also, also hinted for a, uh, a a benefit of the doubt to find a to teach us a merit. Lahaktin Chatoim Elu to diminish these sins. Kigam Zehu Kveidim Shol Yisrael. That also was the honor of Yidden. Av Shebeiker. Even though that mainly had Adrab on the contrary, Boloi Chicham. He's coming to rebuke them and to tell them the gravity, the seriousness of their sin. But yet, built in a defense in it also, a remez to diminish it. That's what Rashi says, because of the Reiv Zov, that is Bishvil to hint to us for the uh, teaching of benefit, for the benefit of the Yidden, of the you caused them, so what should they do, they shouldn't sin, so that's why David built in that idea, also in his language, to find the Zuchus, because of the Kvedim Shal Yisrael. In Oishei, the Rebbe will continue to show how when all the uh, rebukes and all the hints for the rebukes 
there is actually built in also a limut zechus. There is also a uh, an excuse built in for for the yidden to soften it. And as the Rebbe points out in the Ha'are, that will explain several Pesukim as well. We have difficulties, but it is because the Pesukim and the Rashi, between the Pesukim and the Rashis, we're going to find how notwithstanding the general theme of trying to rebuke the Bnei Yisrael that Moshe Rabbeinu was doing, but because Kvedim Shel Yisrael, we also find built in the Limud Zchus. Let's look inside. Hey, behind and behold, Ki von Shebinidin the Dan Nizar Moshe bekvedin shall Yisrael. Moshe was careful in the honor of Yisrael. Move on. It's understood. Shekemoy benegay levidizov. Just as we explained, levidizov batoychachagufa merumas halimutzchus. Within the rebuke itself, there is also a hint for finding a alimutzchus, a excuse, al derech zetzorichlies, kam b'sharat toychachas shebeposik zeh. Similar needs to be also in the rest of the rebukes that are in this pasuk. These are either hinted in the language of the Pasik itself or in the language of Rashi. So let's start. So first we have Bamidbar. So Bamidbar, as Rashi explains, Bishvil, when he says Bamidbar, is that Bishvil Mashihisu Bamidbar. Because of this, that they have gotten Hashem angry in the Midbar. Sha'amru, because they said, who would give us then if we died? So over there, the Yidin were complaining about that they don't have any food and they wanted to uh, go back, want to be in Egypt, where they would uh, die by Hashem. And why did you bring him to the desert uh, and where they'll die by hunger? So we'll move on. But similarly, it's not understood. Lama Remas Midbar. Why does he hint for this by using the word Midbar? The Midbar would be a general name of all the following places. That's not specific. And not by mentioning the name of that place, that specific place in which they got Hashem angry, in their above mentioned argument. The Pasik says over there, the Pasik says they came a midbar sin, Asher ben Elimu ben Sinoi, Kim Furish Bekosov, as the Pasik says over there. So that they came by Yavoy ben Yisrael, a midbar sin. So there should be some hint, not in the word by midbar, but there should be some hint for the specific, uh, for the specific place, as the Pasik says over there. So, but what is the explanation? Eloshe b'shem midbar bol ramis. But with the name Midbar, he came to hint sheyesh lelamet zchus al tanosim that we can find a zchus, we can find a a merit uh, because why did they argue miyitein v'goymer? So the Torah is building in a uh, a, a zchus for them uh, for the yidden. But the mikiv and shohiyos ba Midbar shehu ha Midbar hagodl vanoyre nochash. Sort of since they were in the desert. This was the great, awesome desert. Snakes, seraphs, and scorpions, and thirst, there's no water. So, because they were in that situation, even before our Pasha, we know this that the Midbar is a place of snakes and scorpions, etc. Uh, so therefore, how they move on, Shazon is so So it's understood that this is a very great test. That's why we cannot really um, have them so much uh, guilt. We can't fault them as much on their argument. That who would give? We should have died in Egypt in the hand of Hashem. Because the Midbar was a strange, was a difficult, was an impossible place. And therefore, so the Torah builds in, while talking about the rebuke, also the fact that it wasn't the Midbar. Next thing we have Ba'arova. 
So, Ma'arova, what does that hint? Mepirush Rashi, Rashi explains, Bishvil Ho'arova, because of the Arova, which means, Shechotu Bebal Pa'er Bishitim Ba'arova Yismoyov. In the plains of Moyov, in the Arovis of Moyov, the Yidin, they descend over there with the Balpair. And that took place in Shit Narva's Moyov. But yet the Torah hints it with the word Arova. Why does the Torah write Arova? Ritzorik Lohovim, we need to understand. Arva's Moyov, Hoyomi Beis Hayishima is Ad Ovil Hashitim. That was the plains of Moyov, was all the way from Yishima to Ovil Hashitim. So since the whole Arvis Moyov is always So why would the Pasik use the lotion of Barovo instead of saying very specifically the Baal was taking place in the Shittim and Barova, not just in the Arova. So why does the Pasik say Barova? So over here we also have a hint for a merit for the Bnei Yisrael. Because it says, Bo Arovo. In the Arovo. Beis Kemutso. The base with a comets. Hamishameshet b'mokim hei ha'idiya. Which serves in the place of a hei unknown hei. We say like Ho Arovo or Bo Arovo. Meaning, the known Arovo. That's what the Pasuk is saying. The known Arovo. Ukilu Kosov. As if it would be saying, Beho Arovo. Hayidua, which means in the Arova, the known one. Kipirush Rashi, as Rashi says, in the Arova, in the Arova is Moyov. So, basically, in the Arova, which Arova are we talking about? In the Arova of Moyov. Arova is Moyov. We're talking about the Arova of Moyov. Once we say that this Arova is Arova is Moyov, we have the Limud Zchus. We mentioned Moyov over here. So where does the name Moyov come from? The name of calling the call. How did they get the name of Moyov and Amin? These were the two daughters of Lot when they gave birth. Pirush Rashi. So Rashi says Moyov, that the reason she called him Moyov because it's Mayav, because it was from Lot, Lot with his daughter. Zusha the one that was not modest uh, in her relationship with her father, Pirsimo, she publicized Shemaviyahu that it's a son from her father. Uh, that's where he, he was conceived. Me'av Moyov. But the younger one who uh, was modest, more modest, she called him in a clean language, she called him Amin. And in the days of Moshe, she had received rewards. When it talks about the Bnei Amoin over there, the Pasuk says, don't start up with them at all. But when it comes to Moyov, the warning that Hashem said was only not to wage war, but you could Rashi brings down that he did permit them to be Mitzayr there. And that's the difference between Moyov and Amin. So because of Moyov, that's why, uh, because she wasn't Snua, that's why they Abish to pay them back, uh, as the Rashi says. Uh but it would seem but Rashi explicitly says, states when the Pasuk says to those who hate me hate uh, Hashem he remembers the sins of the father for the children and the Rashi says when they continue to hold on to the acts of their father in their hand, so then the Abishter remembers the sins of the fathers for the children if they continue in the bad way. So how did Hashem allow to 
cause pain to the Bnei Moiv. We said that Hashem allowed them. Because of the mother uh, that was not a Tznua. <coughs> so why would they be punished? So that must mean, So this forces us to say, that also in the days of Moshe, the conduct of the Bnei Moev was in totally the opposite of the tzniyas, of modesty totally. And that's why it's okay for them to get paid back because they're So that's why we're saying in the Arvis Moev. Ba'arvis Moyov, that's why the emphasis is Barov in the plains of Moyov, uh, Moyov, the plains of Baharov, in the Moyov plains. The Hadgish to to Limut's Chus, this is to a, a, a privilege to teach us a benefit. Ba'ovin Baal the sin of Baal Pa'ir, Shesibosu Bikrohoiza Chetchaznus. The way they got him to do the Baal Pa'ir, because first it was the relationship. The uh, with the with the women over there it was a znus over there, that was the main cause, and we're uh, finding a zuchus a limud zuchus that mikivon shoy b'mokim barvis moyov since they were in a place ba'arov in the arvis moyov so pritzus rava ba'avin zed it was a great pritzus. People weren't careful. This was a, a bad place for as far as nus goes. Therefore, the test was very big. So that's sort of a limutzchus, why they couldn't withstand it. The next thing in the Pasik it says, Moil Suf, and that is a hint for the rebuke them. So Rashi explains, Almashi Himru Biyamsuf, the uh, rebelling that they rebelled in the Yamsuf. When they came to the Yamsuf, Shomru, so over there they also said, Hamibli ain't kvorim So that was a uh, rebuke for them saying, Isn't there graves in Egypt? Why'd you take us out? And also, and also when they turned, they traveled, Mitochayom. Uh, from the that they rebelled on the Yam and the Yamsuf. The Rebbe discusses exactly what was the uh, rebellion, the Yamsuf. Uh, this is the way the Gemara and Orchin says it. Uh, in, in the Rashi, the Rebbe learns the fact that they uh, didn't want to leave the Yam of Ayasa Moshe. He had to force them. But nevertheless, uh, this was a, another. Rebellion, and the Rebbe also explains why we have to uh, say two, uh, both uh, uh, be when they came to the Yamsuf and also when they traveled from the Yamsuf. But, but here we can also understand the, uh, what we're trying to find an excuse, basically. Because when they came to the edge of the sea, there was no natural possibility to be saved. On one hand were the Egyptians, and on the second side there was the Yam. The same thing, they were in a pinch when they left the Yam, in which they were preoccupied in the spoil of the Yam. It's something which Hashem wanted himself that they should occupy. So it's sort of Hashem is the one that caused them also over here because he gave them all the uh, spoil of the Egyptians so they didn't want to leave it. So we understand the great uh, desire and yearning for this and that they didn't want to leave. So the Torah builds in by saying the union of Yamsu, because that rationalizes and gives a libutzchos why they failed. And further, the Pasuk says Ben And that Rashi explains that Ben hit them Maglim. This that they did in the desert of Poran through the Maraglim. Rashi could have said it in short, 
the sin of the Maraglim, or similar. So why does Rashi Elo Kavados Ledaik Shachet Hoyo Al Yideh Maraglim? Rashi says it was through the Maraglim, which means Hemisisu Peter's Bnei Yisrael. They were the ones that persuaded and convinced the Bnei Yisrael. Had it not been for the Maraglim, then the Yid themselves would not have sinned in this sin. Then Vaiter, the Pasik further, the Pasik also says, Ubain Teufel Belovan. So over here we're saying, Shatoflu Alamon Shuhulovan. So that they uh, were picking on the Mon that it's white. Mashamadgish Khan, Leuven Hamon. What is the emphasis here telling us about the whiteness of the mon? In the wine of Torah, the inner meaning of, uh, as in Rashi, in the since the mon was white, that it was smooth and it was uh, not, it doesn't have any color. Similar to Rashi says, that he served in the seven days of inauguration. Moshe served with a white shirt. The idea of white hainu shel That's a matter of simplicity. That you cannot feel it with your hands. It's abstract. So that means that the mon was white. They didn't have a true pleasure. They were eating something abstract, not something uh, that they can actually enjoy. That's why it's the lovum. So b'meila muvan. That's why we understand why they were complaining. That that this detail gives room to complain alamon about the mon. So. Even though, uh, in actuality, they did not complain because it was white. That's what the Rebbe explained earlier. We cannot say that Toif of Lovin is the name of a place because uh, it's not about the Lovin. That's a side prat, the Rebbe says. But uh, that's a side detail, and that's why it can't be the name of the place. So, the fact that they didn't complain of that, but but this nevertheless causes a general uh, a general feeling of opposition towards the man because it's white, and this is sort of a limutzchus. This is sort of a built-in excuse why they failed over there, and then finally we come to vechatzeris. Vechatzeris is b'machlekusay. Rashi says shel koyach. Again, but Rashi should have said and it says here specifically but if you hear Rashi's intention is also to hint as we said before it was only it wasn't the Bnei Yisrael but it was that persuaded them Convince them. As Moshe said, Can one person sin and you get angry at everybody? So that means that it was only even though he persuaded everyone, but it was just him. Rashi is trying to find a zechus for everybody else that they didn't, they weren't instigated, they were just instigated, they were nispata, they were pita by, by Kerach. So here you see that in all these Rashi's, and, and in the Psukim, the Rebbe found how in the Loshn of Rashi and in the Loshn of the Posik, uh, there's all limutzchus for all these rebukes that was, um, notwithstanding that there's a rebuke, um, still there is also a limutzchus. And, um, and the Rebbe, this all started off because by Vidizov, the Rashi says of their Bishvil, which seems to be an excuse that it's because of Hashem giving them the gold. And the Rebbe said, notwithstanding that here is a rebuke, but because Kvayden Shal Yisrael, we always try to bring in also somehow a limud zechus. We always read the section of Dvorim on the Shabbos that precedes Tishabov. 
or sometimes when Tishbov is on Shabbos, we will read Dvarim then. This also is connected to the above subject. Generally, the idea of Bein HaMetzorim when you find yourself between uh, the Mitzorim, the time itself rebukes the Bnei Yisrael. So Rashi teaches us in the in the, the beginning, in the head in the beginning of the parsha. Even in the rebuke, Nizar Hakodesh Baruch Hu Bekvedin Shal Yisrael, Hashem is careful with the honor of the Yid. Kitachlis Hakavone Baatichocha, because the ultimate intent in the rebuke by Yerida Shalagolus, he Bishvil Haliyah, and the descent of the Golus is because of the elevation. Legadel Kvedim Shal Yisrael to increase. The honor of Yidden. That is the goal of the Golos. And therefore, it's understood that even at the time of exile and the time of rebuke, you can also tell the honor of the Yidden as before in the Rashi. One of the aspects in which the honor of the Israel is emphasized, also during the time of exile itself, is that which is written in the beginning of the Megillah of Eicha. Over there it says, Eicha Yoshva Badot Gomer. How she sits alone. So over here there is also a good measure. The says, A nation resting on its on its own, not in not counting amongst the goyim. So Bnei Yisrael, that Bnei Yisrael do not mix with the umusoylim. As our sages of blessed memory say. That the oil does not mix but stands. Kach Yisrael, Eino Misarbim Akum. Likewise, Yisrael do not mix with the Akum. Umetzad Maile Zu Shebeicha Yosher Badod, and because of this advantage, Eicha Yosher Badod, Shein Bnei Yisrael Misarbim Im Haumis, that the Bnei Yisrael do not mix with the nation. Niska, we will marriage at his Galak Vedin Shal Yisrael Begoli, that the honor of Yisrael will. Be revealed openly. With the building of the third base of Migdosh, which is also hinted in this Pasuk. The Rebbe references in the Mimer. Uh, will be built quickly in our time. And Bagolo uh, Didan. And this is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Devorim, Tovshin Lamadalaf.